Hey everybody, welcome to episode 8 of the Cyber Boys podcast. 8 of these already. I literally didn't know until you said it. I, I, think, we, like, I think we get past 1. I, I knew we get past 1, I don't know if we get to 8. <laughs> uh, we're back here at Mudbutt Studios. Ken Nowarski, I'm joined by... Kyle Reese Mandel. We also have another guest this week. Two uh, weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Females two weeks in a row. I know. Uh, my lovely wife, Christina, has joined us. Say hello. Hello, everybody. So we asked this to all our guests. What are your feelings on Lifetime and Hallmark movies in general? I like them. They make me like they make you emotional. They bring you in the spirit during the holidays. Yeah, the it's holiday like a, ones I think people really yeah, like for that reason. Yeah, it's the holiday ones. I, I if you're would, bored at home and you're going through your month. Well, I know you're bored it. at home. You live with Ken. <laughs> Lifetime, when you're bored. <laughs> put a yeah. sign. It's Sunday afternoon. You are not doing anything. When you want to remember what it's like to feel. <laughs> it's an easy watch. I would say you're the wheelhouse of Lifetime Oh yeah, demographics. I love it. It makes me cry. makes me happy. I saw someone post today. They said this was the saddest day of the year because it was the last day that they're showing the holiday movies, I guess, on Lifetime. Like, or this is the last weekend, so they were really upset. On Fa La 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 Lifetime? Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> I got rid of cable now, so, so I, I feel like I'm <laughs> out of the loop. All right. So for anyone that missed previous episodes or up on iTunes, uh, other podcasting sites, subscribe, subscribe rate us, Twitter, Cyberbullies Pod, Facebook page, Tumblr, email address, cyberbulliespodcast at gmail.com. We got an email this week. We did. It was from Mayor thanking us. Oh. <laughs> but we got an email. All right. I'll take it. It just feels like 1994. We were just so excited somebody wrote to us. It doesn't matter who it is or why. God damn it. Uh, so give us a follow. Send us an email. Give us a question. And thanks to Mayor for joining us last Yeah, thank last you to Mayor. It was awesome. Yeah. It was fun. Moving right along. Episode 7, we watched In the Dark. Oh, boy. As usual, we tried to answer the following questions. Can the blind see out of windows? <laughs> Does Toronto have good bagels? McNulty's bagels. Can the blind echolocate objects like bats? <laughs> so we both, all three of us moder- moderately enjoyed this movie. So go back and listen. Episode 7 haven't already. Uh, like Kyle said, thank you to Mary for joining us. She hung out in there with our nonsense. Anything to recap before we move along? Well, one thing I want to tease, we haven't decided what to do yet, but we may soon have a 1-800 number, Yes, um, which, we, which we will announce soon. So be on the lookout. You'll be able to call in directly instead of not... You can not call instead of not email. <laughs> but we'll play it live. We'll yeah, answer your questions. Yeah, we'll answer you your questions say. live. Right. We'll so, even play if you, you, you want to make fun of us. You can say I, whatever I you want. I don't really don't care. Yeah, we look, we're starved. We need content. Yeah. No, no, no one wants to hear us. <laughs> so be on the lookout for that. All right. For this episode, uh, we watch 1994's Death of a Cheerleader, also known as A Friend to Die For. Yeah. Very confusing when you're looking it up on YouTube. Well, Death of a Cheerleader makes it sound like those those cases where the like the cheerleader murders that happen, remember? Yeah, absolutely. Like the one from 2004 that they made? Yeah. Yeah. So rather than Friend to Die For, I think it's a better title, a more accurate title. Right. But it's also a misleading title. Well, here's what I know about this movie. There's a lot of cheerleading. <laughs> I mean... There's, a, there's at least one one whole scene with cheerleading in it. There's about as much cheerleading as there is of James Avery in this movie. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I disagree. I think there is more James Avery. They have a lot of nerve on IMDb billing him as third in yeah, this movie. Yeah, that, but he is integral to the plot. Like, without James... This is the dad from Fresh Prince. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I, didn't <laughs> I realized know Christina I'm didn't so know. I'm so bad at names. No, you, well, you wouldn't know his name anyway. Right. For any reason. I mean, he's a great actor, but... yeah. There's no need. He did a really good job acting. Yeah, he was. He's I wrote actor. he's a badass. That was the only thing yeah, I wrote. He that was, was awesome. so yeah. good. He's such a, a, a like a smart Alec. Yeah, 
Yeah, and he, he plays it cool. He's like, yeah, it's so he's good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he laughed like he was Russian or something. Like, yeah, he just, like that, doesn't yeah. have to be like in a. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this movie stars Tori Spelling as Stacy. Uh, she's going to be called Spelling or yeah, Donna. This is what we do. Right? I mean... Kelly the, Martin. Yeah. I don't remember her yeah, name Kelly on Life Martin. Goes On. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know who she is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was her character on Life Goes On? Uh, I don't know. Becca? Is that I think it was. I was going to say Becky. Becca. But yeah, Becky. Becca sounds right. Becky, I think, was the nickname. Okay. Yeah, uh, we'll see. So Tori Spelling, of course, is in the greatest teen drama of all time, Beverly Hills 90210. Saga uh, for the ages. <laughs> as Kyle said, it also stars Kelly Martin as Angela. Uh, she was in uh, Life Goes On, as we said, and and a lot of TV movies too. She's yeah, also, she's, she's in a ton of Lifetime. It's like stuff. her Swank and, and Tori Spelling and are uh, in Tracy Gold. Ton. Oh yeah, yeah. Gold was a little early though. Yeah, she's older. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. She was on uh, Life Goes On. Well, she oh. had her own TV movie about her own life, Tracy Gold. True, about so, the eating disorder, yeah, which that, we watched in health class. <laughs> did we really? I'm pretty sure I did. I, I mean, I know I've did. seen it. A daughter fighting to survive. I want to eat. I do. I want to eat, but I can't. A family struggling to understand. There is no way that Nancy would starve herself. How far would you go? She's over 18. We can't force her. To save your child. I mean, I have to go into a courtroom and say my daughter's crazy. Tracy Gold, William Devane, and Jill Clayburgh. I want my life back. My daughter back. For the love of Nancy. Uh, James Avery is in this. Uh, he's billed, but he's in it. I mean, he, he's in it for five seconds, but whatever. He was, of course, Uncle Phil in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So basically a cornucopia of our youth here. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Uh, all a mixed together. People. Let's see what comes out. The stepfather, Terry O'Quinn. Oh, love him. He's John the Locke. original, right? John Locke from Lost. Yeah, yeah he's the original stepfather, yeah. right? Yeah, terrifying. That movie scared me as a kid. It's fucking scary. Yeah, it's a good movie. No, and, and like he's just scary. Yeah, he's a good like. Yeah, he's a good very principal. Intense. That's great casting. Yeah. All right, so what? Uh, so I got a couple things. Done, what do we got? So it's directed by a guy named William A. Graham, who was approximately seventy-eight years old when he directed this. No joke. He he's been directing a TV since the nineteen fifties. He's dead now, obviously, but. This guy here is dead. His his my my favorite credit though was nineteen seventy one's Honky. What is that about? Honky donkey. <laughs> uh, a black girl from a rich family. I can't. My eyesight's not so good. I got to turn really? the computer. There we go. Black girl from rich family uh, loves white boy from poor family. That's hmm. that's literally what it says. That age old story. Yeah, I know. One look at her convinced him that black is beautiful. Two turned on today kids in love and in trouble. Brenda Sykes. John Nielsen. Her friends called him Honky. Don't wait too long, Honky. She's used to Fast service. Who who plays the honky? Uh, he plays Wayne Honky Divine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good name. Divine. That's a good hobo name. That is. <laughs> Here comes the honky <laughs> king. Honky Divine. That's a great name. Uh, yeah, it's somebody. What's his name? John Nielsen. All right. 
really the Roger Nielsen. Yes. <laughs> head coach of the New York Rangers. Our customary <laughs> hockey reference. Uh, and it's written by, this is even more fascinating, it's written by this guy, Dan Bronson, who's only written like three things, but he's a PhD in literature from Princeton. He wrote this movie? Yeah. So he's a professor, and he wrote this movie and like two other TV movies, and that's it. It's, but he well, teaches I mean, like writing. I mean, you're a professor. I could see you writing one of these movies. I definitely could do it. I haven't, though. I didn't go to Princeton, you, so. Yeah. True. Let's just calm down. <laughs> I went to the Princeton of Foggy Bottom in D.C. Uh, all right. We're going to go back in the Wayback Machine to September 26th, 1994. Okay. Are you ready? 19- Christine, what do you remember about 1994? <laughs> Can you name one thing? <laughs> Oh my gosh, 1994. I was in the Biodome, so... I know. Explain to people what the Biodome is, because I think this is an important part of who you are and what you are. Yeah, give a little background on your family dynamic. (laughs) (laughs) The Biodome... Well, my family's off the boat, so... From where? From Italy. Okay. So... A lot of marble in her her house. A lot of marble. Sharp edges. Don't fall. (laughs) Sharp edges. We'll get to sharp edges later in the movie. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I got lots of questions about that. And but yeah, there was a lot of Italian Rye TV. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You get so you which get is amazing. Of, you got that. Did you have satellite or was yeah, it on had, regular yeah, cable? Yeah, the dish. You had to get the dish. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. So I watched a lot of soccer games. But ni- 1994, I was 14, so I'm trying to remember going back in the Wayback Machine. <laughs> I think there was a lot of Saved by the Bell. I was watching. Yeah. Oh sure. Nine hundred two one zero. I mm-hmm. want to say I was watching. All right. But. So then you're 14, you were freshman in high school, high school? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I, I, I think you, I you were a lot more younger than us. I don't know why I, I think, think that. You just look better. I think 94 is probably my favorite movie year of all time, mm. I would say. It is It is packed. When you hear the, the choices, well, yeah. you're going to... No, you're right and you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, I get what you're saying, and there are a lot of good ones. There's a lot of bad Cause, ones. Because, like, two out of my three favorite movies are from that year. So, Shawshank and Pulp Fiction? Thank you. Yes. Oh, okay. I guess I knew Shawshank was yeah. one, but I couldn't remember the yeah. other. I didn't watch those till I was in my 20s. <laughs> I made her <laughs> watch I them. Ken. I was going to say, with Ken, obviously. <laughs> uh, every night before we go to bed. <laughs> you have to watch Pulp Fiction every night before bed. He has. I, I'll never forget, me. she had never seen Shawshank, and we're watching it. She's like, this is really good. <laughs> like, kind of fucking shit. You know how hard it was to avoid Shawshank? It was on every weekend on TBS. Every weekend. We didn't have TBS. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would love to see the Italian <laughs> translation of that. <laughs> R-A-I. It's just guys eating crackers and cheese in prison. No vino. <laughs> that would be amazing. All right. So, September 26, 1994. Mm. The alternative charts for rock and roll music. Yep. I didn't want to do the mainstream chart. It was just too easy. It was Boys to Men. End of the Road? Or, yeah. Okay. And it was like for 19 weeks in a row. So or like, I'll Make Love to You. Probably. It was one of those two. I don't know. That was remember. on forever. Yeah, yeah. That was. So I didn't want to do that. All right. All right. So here's your choices. The alternative charts. Selling the Drama mm-hmm. by Live. Christina has no idea. Okay, good. <laughs> What's the Frequency, Kenneth? Mm-hmm. R.E.M. Fall Down. Toad the wet sprocket. Mm. Now I found it fascinating. That all these bands were on the alternative chart. Like it's it just included everything that wasn't pop music, right? Not not that these aren't alternative, but Toad the wet sprocket. I mean, yeah, come on. I mean, they were on the border. All right, I, we always let the guests go first. You have any guess on this, Christine? You got one in three chance. I'm gonna guess REM. Okay, 
August live selling the drama. The correct answer is REM. Well done, yeah. Christina. Ah, see the biodome. <laughs> I was thought he maybe uh, has was throwing that in there since I'm on the show. Yeah, it's, it's all part of this game. Yeah, it's, it's all misdirection. It's a game of mental domination. <laughs> it's that's like it. Connect Four. When in doubt, guess REM. Yeah, that's alternative uh, charts. <laughs> all right, we'll do box office next. Yes. Number one, the weekend, September 26, 1994, Flintstones, Ugh. Forrest Gump, or Time Cop? Oof. Is well, this- all right, September, all right, so the, Forrest Gump was a summer movie, although it was a blockbuster. And remember, I, they get re-released off into an awards season. I don't think it was hanging on hanging on hanging that around. long. What, what is your guess? Flintstone. A flankstone? Whatever the heck is that. <laughs> the Flintstones. Flintstones. But what is that, Dino? Every night the same story. He knows that Fred returns at the time of work at 5 exactly and wants to come out to greet him. Well, it's 5 and here's Fred who arrives. Ok, Dino, ora puoi andare. Corri a salutarlo. No, no, Dino, no! Fermati! Fermati! Smetti, Ladino! Smetti, Ladino! The Flintstones. I will go... <laughs> Flinch those stones. I'll go JCVD and Time Cop. It's Time Cop. Shit, yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe... So it, was, it went Time Cop, Terminal Velocity, Forrest Gump, Quiz Show, Clear and Present Danger, Natural Born Killers, The Mask, and then True Lies. This is what I mean. Some good movies? Yeah. And, and just utter trash. All right. Now, I haven't decided which one of these to do. <laughs> He had, folks, he has the total Nielsen ratings. This is from USA dad. Today. This is a legitimate <laughs> copy of USA Today from the internet. Oh, my God. His microfiche. This is what I do for a living. So. It looks like fine print. It very is fine print. I'm like, I'm really struggling. It looks like a box score. Yeah, it's like the old USA Today. Yeah. Like, I have I, those papers over there, are like weeks and weeks of it. <laughs> I didn't realize I printed out the whole thing. So September 26th was a Monday. Okay. You love the pauses, I know. (laughs) So would you rather guess what was number one at 8 o'clock, 8.30, 9, 9.30? I I think we got to go 9. That's like the hot spot. Okay. 9, yeah. Now, remember, it's a Monday, so that might narrow things down. It's a Monday in the fall. Mm -hmm. Is it A Friend to Die For, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. Death of a Cheerleader? Mm -hmm. Is it Monday Night Football? (laughs) Murphy Brown... For Party of Five, that's a tough choice that night. Oh, I remember Party of Five. Yeah, I I, I think I, I watched this live rather than Party of Five. But I, I know, remember. I know what my guess is. Do you know what yours is? Well, I feel like football is very. It's the American way, not the Rye TV way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I would go with football. It's not a Parma game. I, I'll guess ABC Monday Night Football as well. Number one that night, a friend to die for. But no way. Are you serious? Monday Night Football what and Party the, of Five. What was the game? Did they have the game on there? No, but I'm sure I could find it. No, I mean, we don't have to. No, no, just, we have it, to. If it was a shit game. I can tell you right now it's going to be dropped in here, so. Because, like, what? I wonder what, uh, so who's shitty in 94? If it was, like, Chargers and Bengals, like. No, but didn't the Chargers go to the Super Bowl that year? Yeah, you're right, I guess. I don't know, I don't know what the, what a bad game was in 94. 
<laughs> no, the Giants are bad. That could have been it. Buffalo, Denver. All right, that's actually not a it's bad a good game. Matchup. Yeah, John Elway, Jim Kelly, for. Thurman the power Thomas. of Martin and Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I and actually, I read as well that to die, for, uh, friend to die for, was the number one TV movie of the year. That doesn't surprise me. So I, and that might have helped you guess because what what uh, channel was it originally on? Um, National Broadcasting Company. <laughs> okay, so that's NBC. Twenty-four point five million viewers. That's a huge number. It's bigger than Different World. Yeah, you're right. That's that would be the number one show of the year, probably besides the Super Bowl. Now. It was the fifth highest show of the week. That's crazy. Do you want to guess what was number one? Ninety-four. Yeah. Home Improvement. Correct. Oh, 35 million people. That's bonkers. That's so crazy. I love having this in front of me because I have so much data now to yeah. work with. I can just, it's all about just, data. It's all about big data. <laughs> you know me. All about big data. All right. All right. Well, that was the way back. That was machine. good. That was a good way back. Yeah, I, I love when I have more information. I mean, this with. is our wheelhouse years. So yeah, that's, I wanted to do a 1994 film or 90s film yeah, for this reason. Forever. So. And let's get right into it. Uh, we open up in like a rich hoity-toity community where we see Tori Spelling just lighting a joint in a car. No context. No, no, we don't even open up on that. We open up with like weird fucking music. Oh, yeah. The music I have. I mean, the music is The crazy. first minute, it's like chamber music, right? It's like kind yeah, of light. because they, they keep showing the church. Yeah, but it's not church music. It's chamber music. It's like <laughs> yeah. very light. It's like we would hear, you know, while you're waiting for a wedding to start, right? Yeah. Then it goes. <laughs> you're supposed to be like, ooh, very ch-. ominous. Yeah, and then the, then they show the church. I'm like, oh shit! Like she's gonna kill her because of like Satan, or like it's gonna be some weird ritual mm-hmm. rather than what it ends up being. Nope. <laughs> right, but they make it. Don't they make it seem like that? Did anyone else feel like that? I uh, first of all, maybe it's just because the copy was bad that I watched, but. When the kids are like driving the riding their bikes by the church, I didn't notice it was really a church. I just thought they were like in a neighborhood. I couldn't really tell. Yeah, they and then they cut to a scene where it was people like eating, and I thought, oh, they're eating at church. Well, they were or? they were playing a they were playing poker. Oh yeah, you're right. They're playing something. cards. <laughs> so we get this we get we get this very long what ends up being a cold open. Well, because then they end the movie with the same exact right scene. where Tori Spelling um, rings a doorbell of of, of a, a random couple and asks to use the phone. We're in 1994. She had to ask to use the phone. Nobody had cell phones, so. But, uh, yeah, uh, fine. I, th- this whole thing annoyed me, but. Why? It just felt like her acting was so bad. Oh, she's terrible. I don't know what she was communicating. Because, like, even when we eventually find out what's going on, she should have been more scared or something. But she wasn't in a, she wasn't in danger yet. See, I thought when the movie started that she was fucking the guy, the dad. Oh, that's what I thought. Because the way she's yeah. like, he's like, oh, I'll give you a ride. Like, oh, le- my name like, is Brian. Like, lured her out. Lured him right? out. Yeah, yeah, It was creepy. It came across to be that she was, like, being, like... Uh, she was, like, seducing advantage, him. Yeah. Advantage of. Or, like, that they were hooking up and, like, this is how yeah. she was going to get him out of the house. Right. Like, Who could say no to this? Right. And then, but no. Although he does look at her in the rear view and it does seem like he's looking at her butt <laughs> when she walks away. And he's <laughs> he like, does. Right? Like... So she she basically asks him for a ride home because she doesn't want to take take a ride with her friend. It, it's very unclear. And Is then she I thought, her friend? Hmm? Is she her friend? Well, wow. we don't know that yet, though. What does it mean to be a friend? I think this movie is asking that question, right? Is yeah. it is it enough to spend time together? Does the other person have to think you're their friend? If you th- if you think if I think I'm your friend, you have to think I'm your friend for us to be friends. Why don't you get know. you and your friends, and I'll <laughs> get me and my friends? friends. <laughs> Could do this every weekend. <laughs> 
I, I'm just saying, like, I think Christina's right. That's the question of the movie is Kelly Martin, mm-hmm. I think, thinks they're friends. She does. She wants them to be friends. I don't think she thinks they're friends. Well, but she gets asked that question by the FBI. <laughs> or lovers. <laughs> <laughs> My professional life is that annoying. <laughs> she gets asked by the FBI though, like, were you guys friends? And she goes, Well, yeah, but no. Right? Right. Like, that was the was, whole right. She didn't know. It was like she was infatuated with her. That's what that's what she was. She was infatuated with yeah. horse face. <laughs> oh, that's Hor- unnecessary. I, yeah. Well, yeah. I call her horse face. Oh, you call her horse. Face. All right. I that do. makes it better. If you say it as worse. I do. Yeah. I do. It's because we're ugly. We can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I all right, fair. And I also thought maybe when the when she's like, "Oh, my friend is in the car," I thought, "Oh, they're gonna rob these people." Yeah, I thought it was either like a grifter scenario, yeah, like a gypsy scenario. <laughs> See you, gypsy. <laughs> yeah, I did. Too. Or she was banging like it was. Unclear. I, I thought she'd be like, "Oh, my friend's out there, and I'm worried about him," right? And then she gets the dad to leave, and then he comes in. And it's like yeah. everybody get on the floor. You yeah, know? Like, like in the movie yeah. Strangers. That's what it reminded me oh, of. Oh, is that what that, that? No. That oh, but I've seen the trailer. It's exactly have, what that movie she reminds me of. She does have a horse mask on. Yeah, don't <laughs> she, they wear those masks? She, yeah, they do. Yeah. But yeah, that's exactly how it starts. Like, they, That'd be they great if they wore Tori Spelling masks. That's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, it looks scary for yeah, the trailer. Yeah, yeah, I would, that's a good, it's terrifying. Creepy. I would never watch that. <laughs> it's too scary. So, so Spelling gets out of the car, and it's unclear because she doesn't go home. Well, yeah. So she says, oh, nobody's home. I'm going to go next door. You don't have a key to your own house? Yeah, I don't get that. That was weird. Or did she make him drive her to not her house so he wouldn't know where she lived? I don't know. Because she was worried? Like, So, long story short, she gets she gets to her house. Oh, no, it's a she long go, story she long. Go, she goes next, two hours. She goes to run next door. All of a sudden, we hear a commotion, and she gets stabbed. Yeah. In the back. We don't know by who. Oh, I don't know. I thought I thought I thought she turned and got stabbed. No, it's in the back. She, oh. gets, she gets it right in the back. You're right. Wasn't as we learned later. It's not a long knife, so you're right. And then we get we cut to like uh, her family coming home from wherever they were. You cut to and <laughs> and there's <laughs> that was nice. and there's all there's all police cars and ambulances there. They rush uh, spelling to the hospital where they call her. They pronounce her dead immediately. They don't try to resuscitate her at all. No. They're like performing surgery. And what with I love is right in the doorway. And they live like in this nice community. Of course, they have a nice hospital. You, nine, right. you know what I mean? You missed a couple of things. One, boxy Volvo. Perfect 1994. Yeah. That was exactly the Volvo my mom had. Just like boxy, just horrible. Very boxy. Yeah. Uh, and that dude, the, the when they get up, I think it's the brother maybe, but it might be at the at the uh, the card game. The guy's wearing like the just the baggiest, baggiest khakis. <laughs> That's just, what it was. I know. It's just like, oh. It's all about comfort. Yeah, it was just all. It was all pleats. It was all blousey pants yeah, and like, blousey shirts. Ugh, it was horrible. I, I always write down the clothes at the beginning. I think I noticed more details. Oh, I did too. The, the clothes. So why don't the parents jump into the ambulance? Number one, they just because the ambulance is like on its way when they get. But they there. see her getting put in. It's not like yeah, they could have easily jumped. In. I, I had a lot of problems when they get to the hospital. They are literally in the doorway of the surgery. Yeah, what is this? They That's wa- Im- very it, unsanitary. Except it wasn't surgery. I don't think they scrubbed in. But they're just staring at, and, they, and she just dies. Like the doctors are all just staring at a dead Tory Spelling on a slab. They're like I guess she's gone. What? And they're like, call it. <laughs> they didn't do anything. Jesus. I mean, I'm not against letting her die. <laughs> it was like Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, they, where they don't save anybody. Oh, at least really? they try though. Yeah, I wanted like the heroic like effort. I wanted the doctor to look up and just go. Yeah, right. Like, and give a head shake, and then the parents go like lose it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, although I will say, after seeing the whole movie, she deserved to die. 
<laughs> but you know, I know she's a real person. It's based on a real story, so I don't want to say the real person did. But Tori Spelling as great name Stacy Lockwood, good name. Yeah, I gotta say PhD. That, that's a PhD writing name. <laughs> it's, it's almost as good as Dr. Sean Braswell. <laughs> Nothing is as good as that. So it says ends up being uh, Kyle's favorite. A very long, cold open. She loves. Yeah, I love. I love flashing the back. Yeah. Oh, uh, and Although, we, so. I will say, in this case, I actually thought it was good because they do set up two people to be possible murderers. That's so true. there is the whole movie where you're yeah. not exactly sure who's yeah. going to do it. So I, I will, it actually worked for me. So we flash back to a high school uh, pep rally. Uh, we see cheerleaders. Uh, we see Kelly Martin for the first time, as well as Terry O'Quinn as the principal, who just knocks it out of the park in this fucking movie. He's great. He's, uh, of course, John Locke from Lost. Uh, he's been, like we said before, a stepfather. Uh, he, he is tremendous. He just comes in and he's just like, I'm a fucking principal. I'm going to make fun of myself, but I'm in charge. Don't fuck around. I'm going to inspire you, but scare you. I loved it. Yeah, he so, was very confident. He was, he was awesome. And I love, too, that they did the classic like high school movie thing where they showed every type of kid. Oh, yeah. So it's like, here's the goth. Here's the nerd. Here's Blossom Hat. I loved Blossom it. Blossom Hat. <laughs> like, I just was losing it with Blossom Hat. Ugh, I didn't even notice until Christina pointed it out. What? Yeah. Well, she had a giant floppy hat on. So, uh, Principal O'Quinn gives a rousing speech at the pep rally. He wants everyone to be the best. And, all right, so I'll call times have changed, Kyle and Christina. Now would be, his quote would be, be yourself because it's okay just to be yourself and you don't have to do things if you don't want to do. See, I agree with Go. him. I agree with that more because he says pride is excellence. No. <laughs> no, it's not. Those are completely different things. That's the world we live in now where people are proud of nothing. <laughs> pride is excellence. Bullshit. So also, Kel- their school song is "Grand Old Flag." Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Martin is mesmerized by the cheerleaders' performance. Uh, she wants to join the squad. She seems like she wants to join every possible club there is. And I don't understand why that's being excellent. Do you know what I mean? She's like, "I'm going to be the best, so I'm going to join everything I'm not good at." What? She's very manic in this movie. They try to make it seem like she has like an undiagnosed disorder. Yeah, but then they never address it. Like she's very hyper and like yeah into everything, including the metal arcs. She thinks like being the best is being like knowing everything, every little aspect, being involved rather than being right really good at one thing. Exactly. She's good at writing, which she doesn't even mention joining a writing club. Or well, apparently something. she's not good at writing because she did not make the yearbook. Which do you have to try out for the yearbook committee? Number one, why would a sophomore be the head of the yearbook committee? Well, I don't think it was even the head. It was just to be on the yearbook. Oh, I thought she said, at one point I thought she said, I'm going to be in charge of the yearbook. This year. I'm going to be the editor of the yearbook. Oh, she did? Yeah. And then later she's like, I'm not even on it. So you're not a good writer? <laughs> Although they didn't say it's a popularity contest. I still had problems again with these movies with the years and the seniors and the juniors. Uh, I, they looked I, really old. Well, yeah. how, how old is Kelly Martin? How old is Kelly Martin's best friend the Blossom Hat? How old is Monica? Monica... Has two kids and drives a caravan. <laughs> All right, so Kelly Martin was born in '75, so she's only 19 in this movie. All right, 18, 19, but okay. she's playing 14 or 15. Right, which they should have just made them juniors. I don't understand why they weren't seniors. Uh, right, or, Martin, yeah, Martin, why Martin, they're sophomores? Don is playing a, a sophomore in high school, where she's also playing a freshman in college at the same time in 90210. Horse face. Yeah, yeah, and I want to know how old Monica was. Poor Monica. Monica was born in 1969. Right. She looks really old. Spelling was born in 73. All right. So Monica was a 25. Monica looked like she came out of yeah. the craft. And Jill was born in 71. Yeah. Oh, God, I love Monica. She was she was the best. 
what I loved about again, I think this is actually well written this way. She is. She's not even a character. She just says "fuck you." I'm going to kill you multiple times. Like she doesn't a even lot. beat around the bush. She does. Yeah, it's not like she takes one shot from her. She she literally takes one barb from from spelling and goes off the deep end. Yeah, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah, it was, like the, she it goes was right to so the good. It was so, it could, <laughs> right to triple dog. <laughs> what I love too is that you knew that they had been picking on her. Like oh, she had for re- years. You know what I mean? She had reached a limit. Yeah. that Well, she used to be cool, and then she just became a goth. And she just became Hasriel Abyss. They act like they're they've never seen a goth. I thought that was so strange. Wait, that was kind of the beginning of goth, wasn't it? I guess the cure no. No, goths have been around for like ten years before yeah. this. I, I will say maybe that high school. Did you have goths at your high school, Christina? Yeah. At Dumont High? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we had There was them goths sure. in Dumont High. Yeah, yeah. yeah we uh, had them for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. It, the it, grunge, it, the goths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if anything, there was not enough flannel in this movie, but I know it's California. Yeah, there True. wasn't a lot of flannel. But I'll tell you what there was. Earth tones. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a beige, amber, like brown mush. The whole movie. <laughs> now you work in fashion, Christina. How did you feel about these fashions? I feel like nineteen in the nineties fashion was tough. It was very dra <laughs> it was drag. You're putting it nice. You're really putting it really it nicely. Tough. I thought you'd be more harsh. It was it wasn't like it was today. Like kids today dress really nice compared to the nineties, but there was a lot of flannel. It's all about the comfort. Goofy shirts and the short sweaters, yeah. and ugh, it it was ugly. Like you looked like a boy if you were a girl. Yeah, and I feel like every time we saw it. Kelly Martin, and I know she's like poor, relatively speaking, yeah. in the movie, and yeah. they kind of play that up a little. But Jesus Christ, she was just like burnt orange, like jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh. She looked like a, a a weathered down librarian. Yes, exactly. And and I like the '90s, and I even like I I, I love like overalls or whatever. I yeah. I, I don't mm-hmm. need to know what your body looks like. Well, but. Ken pointed out the high waisted jeans, and Oof, he goes, "If yeah. you ever wear they're, those, they're back, which yeah. we've talked about, and I hate it." Yeah, try putting putting with that crown on your crack. <laughs> yeah, I think that <laughs> that's every a time. Lot. That's that's tighter on your crotch. No. Yeah, I don't. Um, <laughs> So Kelly Martin gets invited to eat lunch with uh, Spelling and her squad. Uh, Spelling is obviously the leader. She's holding court, drinking out a, a carton of whole milk. Yeah, yeah. That was the 90s. Yeah. You could just drink a carton of whole milk. Yeah, then you just throw it in the garbage when you recycle it. <laughs> so we, as we said, they taunt uh, Monica, who's the goth girl. So Spelling asks her if she forgot her broom, and Monica replies, I don't need a broom to get away from you, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, I was That's like, exactly yes. exactly how she says Hot it. fire. It was so good. It was so good. Like, she, she's like one of those like little dogs. Oh yeah, that is just waiting for the mailman or the UPS truck all day. Yeah, and then is Go gratified ahead. when it happens and just goes ape shit. Yeah, it was great. I love I loved everything about Monica. She didn't take any shit. Even when she's being chased through the hallways, I felt like she was winning. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. there was a look on her face, like "fuck you." Yeah. Uh, so after school, uh, we cut to Kelly Martin's home. Where oh, wait, we- I got a couple things before we get there. <laughs> okay. So one is her Jill is her is a great best friend. Yeah, she gives her great advice. Positive. She's like, "You don't want to be friends with them. You're going to get caught up in this mess, and it's all going to end poorly. You don't need." And, and she's not even saying because normally in these movies she would be jealous, right? She'd be like, "You yeah. got to be friends with me and not them." But that's True. not what she says. She's mm-hmm. like, "You're going to hurt yourself." I thought that was a very positive message for girls. Yeah, for sure. I think she was a true friend. Yeah. Like she really cared all the way through the movie. See, I thought that. Yeah, was, even at the end, right? She was like the, still real. I thought that was the the point of this movie was just be yourself. Yeah, yeah, be, yeah. That's fair. Be with your friends who you want to be with, not because they're popular, all that stuff. And try it not not to be what you aren't. Right. Yeah, like it, that, d- right. Yeah, don't don't join cheerleading if you're not a cheerleader. It no. just seems 
But I don't want to say don't try new things. But Jill was right. Like it was just she tried too many new too things. Too much. And she was like clearly the queen bee. Like this is the beginning of that right. thing. Like that yeah, the yeah, girl yeah. was like destroying lives. You know. Right. Also, I thought for sure Kelly Martin was gay. Really? Okay. Because she's I so could... obsessed with these girls, and I was like, oh, is she like hiding? Because the church stuff too. I thought, oh, she's gonna be like yeah. I'm secretly in love with these girls, and I don't know how to say it. And okay. she never had a crush on the guy. Yeah, right. That guy. That the guy, guy comes that around. Kept coming around. Yeah. Like she never showed interest. And he never really came back either. I mm. thought maybe he would, but yeah. Because the mom says like, oh, the boys are around now, and I thought she'd be happy, but she's not. Well, she's good. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, her dad is a hundred, but we'll get to that. <laughs> just We're just about that. to say. Yeah. So we got to Kelly Warren's house. Meet her dad, who is, I guess, seventy-five years old. And why does he look exactly like Vince Lombardi? Does <laughs> <laughs> he? <is your> right. <laughs> and as Christina said, she, what was he wearing? Oh, Michael Myers. She he was wearing oh, Michael yeah. Myers overalls. Yeah, the whole he had movie. coveralls. He yeah, crazy. What did he do for a living? Is he a mechanic? Or I is thought he retired? He was a mechanic. I thought he maybe he was retired because every oh, time he looks came like home, he should be retired. That dude, he's the guy from Under Siege, the general. <laughs> yeah, I recognize his voice immediately, even though he doesn't look like it. He, it, it it's such a familiar voice. <laughs> uh, we also meet uh, her mom, who's played by Valerie Harper. Star of the seventies and eighties. <laughs> star of the seventies. Yeah, star of the seventies. <laughs> I just like that idea. Not of a show, but of the seventies. I didn't even recognize really recognize her at first. She and looks I was, very odd. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's Valerie, Valerie Harper. Yeah, because uh, they build her like I, I watched one of the previews of the commercials, and it's like a huge part is like with Valerie Harper, yeah. the special appearance. Yeah, you're like what? Yeah. Almost, almost as a little bit more than James Avery oh, sitting next to an egg timer. Well, okay. yeah. Oh, that's how I pray. Why is there a clock on prayer? You guys are Catholic or <laughs> she, Grace Catholic. She, what the hell's she, going on? She, but like, all right, you put an egg timer right next to you. You're going to be looking at that fucking egg timer the whole time. Yeah, you're not thinking about Jesus. She is right in that Bible, praying the rosary. And the second it goes off, she's done. She what, shuts yeah. the book. But what is she doing? I don't know. What do you do? Her kids are old. The one's out of the house. She's Kelly Martin. So she has no inner life. She's a life. housewife. I guess she might work. We don't really get it. We don't know if the dad or mom works. Yeah, maybe she works and she, she, has she could out of the be house. like working in the office at the church or something. Yeah, that's true. But I it just it seemed odd to me. Like I didn't get that as a thing. Is that like a thing that people do? That time prayer? Yeah, I've never seen it. I I've never seen it, and I found the ticking noise of the egg, egg timer <laughs> to be very distracting. Yeah, how do you concentrate? You're just exactly under the like gun. Maybe that's what it's about. I gotta get this last Hail, Hail Mary. Yeah, right. Like oh, I gotta, timer goes I gotta figure out who begat who. I've heard but, of making time for prayer, but not yeah, right. Like carving. But you're right it. though. Like that egg timer goes off. She shuts that Bible. Yeah, it's not post haste. Like, she doesn't need to finish the chapter or whatever. You know. <laughs> but you're right. Like I get the idea of like oh, I'm gonna set aside time in my day for reflection or whatever. Whatever right. your your practice yeah, yeah. is, like that I get. But the fucking t- egg timer is like a minute. Is she sitting but, there for well, a minute? No, I think it's like. You could egg timer's not a minute. It's short. It's not long though. What is it? Five minutes? Maybe, but five minutes is a long time. For but you read for five minutes at a time? No. When you're like, I'm, I'm going to put on my Stephen King egg timer. But you, could, but you could read the Bible for that, like that, like ten minutes or whatever. I guess. I don't know. I didn't like it. Uh, she should take that time to like. I mean, she was drab too. The whole family. Oh was yeah. Drab. Uh, so we meet Kelly Martin's sister, who is older. She's out on her own. Uh, she keeps asking her, like, how, what's it like to be away from the family? Mm. Most what do we got? traditional egg timers, about three minutes. There you go. Three minutes of prayer. That's what I'm saying. Boom. Like, it, it seems like a joke. Quick like, hits. Like, she saw it on TV, and they're like, three minutes of prayer is all it takes <laughs> to make sure your kids don't. It's like the, it's like the Bill Walsh offense, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but 
and it doesn't even work. Her, their daughter's a murderer. Yeah, it's true. Maybe get a longer timer. Try the microwave. So uh, we find out that Callie Martin's a good writer. She realizes her dream to be a writer like Danielle Steele. <laughs> I thought that was a hilarious way to get into that. Like, she's raised religious. She's like really conservative. It seems like, but her favorite writer is a romance writer. Like, yeah. not, and not just a romance writer, but like she's filth, trash. like absolute sex filth, trash. I just seems so. She could have said like any famous. I thought woman. it was nasty. <laughs> Um, I just I don't know Oh and when she walks in When Kelly Martin walks in The mom goes I didn't hear you Yes she did She When the door <laughs> sl- <laughs> When the door slammed She turns around And looked at her And then says I didn't hear you <laughs> What did you hear then <laughs> It made me I, Shit like that It drives me up A fucking wall <laughs> Alright I mean, so Woke up the cat Kelly, huh? Kelly Martin Wants to go on a ski trip uh, She's very excited to go It costs $75 you know what? That seemed reasonable to me. It's like too okay. expensive. Yeah, for the oh, trip. And, and you forgot to her and her sister. It's like this is the first time they've ever talked. Yeah, they they, they start that hands. <laughs> <laughs> they start that conversation like she's been away from home for forty yeah. years. Like, like what's she, it like living like, on your own? Yeah, Tell me everything about it. Like she's like she's there every Friday for dinner. Like what are you yeah. talking about? She's got to eat her cukes. Oh, her boy. Her sister likes her vegetables. Get your vegetables. If I learned nothing else in this movie, get the fiber. Realistically, no was, matter when you need it, this is 94. You your vegetables. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should, shouldn't she have been putting them in a juice tiger? <sighs> That's a good question. I think we're still at like... I don't think there's juice timer. There, there, so we had one. And there was. I don't think they were wealthy enough, and she was living on uh, yeah, you yeah, know. Right. But she definitely was in like the kind of health craze yeah, for California sure. thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I really Wait, want a cucumber you? after I watch that. <laughs> so, so the street trip costs seventy five bucks. We get this montage of Kelly Martin earning money for the trip. She's babysitting, washing cars, babysitting more. How long does it take her to earn seventy five dollars? Also, what job doesn't she do? Did she just walk around the neighborhood and says, "I'll literally do anything"? She's for like money? a handyman. Exactly. Like what? What's she putting in new outlets in your house? Like. It's like she just listened to a Bruce Springsteen song. She got all fired up. (laughs) We're going to go caulk your bathtub. And then, you know, she literally is like scraping gum off of stuff. Like, what? That montage killed me. It was crazy. Mm. The the music, as we said before, the music in this movie is just bonkers. It it does. None of the music fits any scene in this movie. It's terrible. When she's caring for that baby, too, that baby was a little red devil. (laughs) It was just a tiny ginger knocking things off her little table. It was It was terrifying. <laughs> so we get finally get to the ski no, trip. Nobody agrees. All right, we get to the I ski trip. Monica gets forced to go by her parents. Big mistake. I mean, why would they make her go? It like does, this was still the error where your parents force you to do things. I think they made her go for the exact reason that she doesn't want to go. Yeah, which is to make to get acquainted yeah. with these people. Yeah, which she does in a way. Which I feel like parents don't respect if you don't want to do something. Back then, they yeah. they, they yeah, use they, you out of your yeah. comfort. Where now it's like too much the other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you don't want to do this. I fine. Even, I don't. Good. Who wants to go on a ski trip with those fucking assholes? I know, but there's. I know what you're saying. This is the reason why like kids don't play youth sports too. Like if yeah, they're not, if they're bad athletes, it's not about if you're a good athlete. Yeah, right. That's true. It's about learning teamwork and all this thing. So of course they tease Monica on the trip uh, while she's in the shower. They read her journal. So Which my, again, her journal was great. Like it was fine. It was perfect. it was all truth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they made it sound like it was the funniest thing they ever read. I was like, no, she's just saying all the things that are true about you. Like, what is wrong? But with like you? they see her read it. She just goes right there. I'll kill you. Yeah, I'll kill you, Kelly Lockhart. Yeah, I'll kill Stacey. you, Stacy Lockhart. Stacy Lockhart. I will kill you, Stacy Lockwood. But yeah, you're you're in the neighborhood. 
But what I love too I'm slowly becoming my mother. Stacy is she's a straight up sociopath. Like she doesn't care about anybody's feelings. No, she plays a great it's Queen B. Yeah, she said. was an asshole. She does. It shows you what bullying was back then first and bullying is still a thing. Well, today, but bullying is I think almost worse now because of the social media. It is. Yeah, it's it's different. But yeah, well, it's, it's, it's more still widespread. Bullying. It gets out like very quickly. Christina, did you have a queen bee in your high school? <laughs> was there like a girl like that where you were like afraid of her that she might come over and be like, nice hair, dummy? <laughs> there was. I feel like there Why was. Why do you that- have a marble backpack? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you had a group, the group of the popular and the group of the. They were involved. I was liked by everybody. But yeah, I, I believe that. You were a very likable person. I wasn't afraid of anybody. But oh, I, that's li- good. I was liked by everybody. Everybody I think that's pro- the arrogance. Of you. I think no, that's probably true. No, I, I sincerely did. believe that. I was that. a geek, but I was liked. You were cool enough that you could get by without yeah. being called a geek. Mm-hmm. Like they wanted me to try out for cheerleading, but oh, I did not. See, that's the that's that's the sweet spot. It's right where you want to be. I don't want to be part of that, but I want you to want me to be part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the girl that wanted me part of it, she was like head. Her mother was part of their cheerleading. Oh. I said no. Hmm. And did Dumont go on to win the national championship? <laughs> <laughs> now I just imagine all her books covered in marble, like <laughs> instead of instead of brown paper. Yeah, right. Bags. right. They're all wrapped up in like these. They're like very carry. thin marble. It's four thousand dollars. <laughs> it's very heavy. Oh. That's uh, good. I'm, Christy, I'm glad to hear that you had a nice experience. I did. Most there people was don't bullies, like high school, though, but I, I liked it. I wouldn't go to my reunion, but really, I why? Because I talk to the people that I want to, and social media, you get to see everybody. That's true. So why would That's you? Tr- I don't know. I, I just I know, I know Ken Lewarski probably heavily influenced you <laughs> I, to not I go. Didn't at all. I no. encouraged you to go. No, but I'd like to go to see like. What's well, like not the your really popular yet, so. people get fat and ugly? Yeah, right. <laughs> of course. See, that was a part That's where what I was reunions like, are all about. And I was like, oh wait, I'm one of the people that got <laughs> fat and uglier. This is not good. I was much better looking 20 years ago. This is bullshit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. So uh, he loves it. He keeps the train rolling. Spelling starts the uh, bully Kelly Martin uh, asking if she got her ski outfit from a thrift store. Then all of a sudden we just end the ski trip and we're back in high school. Yeah, like there's no resolution. It's not like they get along or how like, old I was were they ready, there? I was ready for her somebody to get pushed off a ski lift. There's like a million something. things you could do, but they clearly didn't have enough money to actually shoot skiing. Right, you're right. It was and just at, in somebody's house. At this <laughs> point, like when they went, they never actually went skiing. Like, yeah. She well, we, they do. How. They go out skiing, but then we never see what happens. And she didn't know how to ski, so I was excited to see her oh, fall. Right. Yeah, they could have made fun of her learning, yeah. like doing the bunny slope, like a ton of shit. Yeah, maybe they didn't want her to be too pitiful. Like they didn't want her, the, the later murder to be just yeah. too just. You know what I mean? Spoiler. Oh. I love people falling, and I really was looking forward to <laughs> yeah. seeing. That is, you do like that. I, I, I love it, and it didn't happen. Agreed. I would have liked to have seen it as well, given yeah. that, given that they set up so much that this was going to be pivotal. Although this movie kept moving, I'll give it that. It did not stay in any one place no. for any length. No, of time. it didn't. No, it was a good jump start. Uh, so, Principal Quinn announces cheerleader tryouts, and Kelly Martin tells him she's going to try out. This was probably my favorite part of the movie. Okay. When she tells Terry O'Quinn that she's trying out, he looks at her. He's like, "Uh, oh, uh, good for you." Yeah, he does he's like the thing such like, a douche. Yeah. Like, you have no chance. See, I thought he was sleeping with Stacy Lockwood. Yeah, I thought I that thought was going to come yeah, out too. Yep. Like the way he talks, he's oh, like, "Oh, could have been." There's, there's my favorite, most beautiful cheerleader. No, you're the principal, man. Like, yeah. come on, yeah. <laughs> play it cool. He was creepy. So Kelly Martin also wants to be part of Lark. Which is what does Lark do? They're can like, you explain it to okay, me? Okay, so I think I can. 
it's like a relic of the past. Like it's something that I think high schools used to have in places like like the Glee Club or the Key Club, like things that do like service as part. So kind of like sororities and fraternities without all the bullshit. Yeah. So like you're kind of part of this group, but your job is to, you know, like go and serve food at the homeless kitchen. So it's like a community service club. Basically, yeah. That's but, exclusive. But yeah. Yeah, you have to like be a member of, and usually, if I recall correctly, those kinds of groups would have like GPA requirement things like that. It wouldn't be just like anybody. It seems like that here too. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to, hard to know what Stacy Lockwood's but grades they, are like, but because they wake her up in the middle of the night and tell her she's in like a sorority. Yeah, see that, and I don't, just drag her out of bed. I don't think that. I mean, I know they had it at the real high school, as they say at the end of the movie or in the trivia for the movie. They had like a group like this. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, okay. Something else. Um, but but it was also earlier, right? So the the actual murder happened in nineteen eighties, right? Okay, so right. I think that was still a thing in high schools. Like if no, you go I look at yearbooks, thing. like if you look at your brother's yearbook, I bet there's like a Clifton Glee Club or whatever, and it's like <laughs> this is what they fucking did. Yeah, it's like uh, they give back to the community. So like, yeah. as you get older, like they have the red. I thought of the Red Hat community. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that, like that, the Lions okay. Club or yeah, something. Yeah, for sure. Okay, the Rotary. Yeah, sense. so they're giving back to the community, and they can put on their resume <laughs> to show. Oh, yeah, like, right. Nominated into it, but I didn't like like when she wanted to go into it, which one will get there. Uh, she kind of. They had like the whole, this is what we're going to do. And then they're like, oh, we don't care about that, but this is what it, and it, they didn't even stand for what they believed in. Yeah, right. Well, that was what I didn't get about it because usually groups like that would be more heavily regulated strict. to do the, yeah. yeah, like what you're saying, right? Like It wasn't strict. Yeah. I, and it, yeah, it was, it was strange that they had the thing. How did they get into her house? I think they're, Valerie Harper just let them in. But it's the middle of the night. You think Valerie Harper, egg timer, Bible reader is like, yeah, I'm going to let these nine girls I don't know into my house. <laughs> I, they're like they're like sure. Jehovah's Witnesses. Like, are you kidding? Well, I know what part of the initiation is you get a dollop of mayonnaise on your hair. <laughs> that was disgusting. <laughs> it looked like something about Mary. What? Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> and then, so they get the dollop of mayo, mayo in your hair. And they're out in daylight the next day. Yeah. They had that stinky... Yeah. Dallop mayo hair, mayo Can in they, their hair all day. That would have been a great taunt oh. for Stacy Lockwood. That had a smell. Nice job, mayo hair. Yeah, I think they were supposed to look like they were used by a man, and no, because, <laughs> nah. because then they have to get out of the car and kiss men with mayo on. Yeah, their hair. that also was. Very, I agree with it Christina. I was at Stacy. <laughs> Stacy Lockwood. Stacy Lockwood. Now I'm horse face. <laughs> I agree. It was very strange and very it sexual. It looked like they were trying to be sexual with the mayo in there. I hand. think so. I think something about Mary. It's just very odd. All these girls were recruited, I guess, as sophomores, and they would start in their junior year. That invitation is just step one. Now the recruits are put to the real test. They had some kind of unusual um, initiation rites. The kids were asked to rub uh, mayonnaise or eggs into their hair and put on their mother's oldest, ugliest clothes and then go out you know, to the closest stoplight and, and try to sell kisses for a dime. But then the getting in the car, like... So Piling in the car? Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. No. There was no seatbelt. <sighs> I did, yeah. Oh yeah. That the, the, the cabriolet. Like they're just all hanging out of that car. <laughs> I I was like I really thought like oh god someone's gonna fall out and she's gonna get yelled at by her mom. I thought the mom would be a bigger part of the story. Like her getting in trouble for being popular. Oh my god. I do love that the old man rolled up his window on her. That was funny. That was great. That yeah. was John kinda, Reese, John Reesmendall just rolling the window. Kind of looked like his dad. Her dad though, which is weird. Her mom was not strict. 
as a no, Catholic not really. mom. Yeah. Right, you would have thought. Like yeah. I like growing up at that age, like I it was strict. Like you had a curfew, they wanted to know where you were, you had to call in. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. And she was like going everywhere. Like Yeah, we all had strict parents. <laughs> yeah, explain, not strict explains this a lot. Egg timer yeah. mother. Uh, so another right, exactly <laughs> another another great scene at school the next day. So they have to write poems for class. So Kelly Martin is oh. very very good, very nicely done. Uh, uh, this kid, so the the jock one of the jocks gets up and reads a poem Wait. about beavers, which was very clever on the spot. Yeah, but before that, her poem was pretty good. It was good. Yeah, like, yeah. Kelly like making fun good. of her. I'm like, that was good. Yeah, it was like deep and whatever. And that teacher I, was such a teacher. Oh, she was great. So then uh, uh, Christina's got a point. Wait, on oh. the ski trip <laughs> back there. She she stood up for Monica. That's yeah, true. She does. Of. She does try. Monica. Then Monica like shits on her, so she gets a double whammy. Yeah, but you can't but, play Monica. She's like you're in this group. I mean, yeah. But then Horseface. I forgot her name. Stacy. The spelling. Yeah. She. After that, she didn't like her. Yeah, that's you're right. That's turned. a key part of the movie. And after that turn, like that was huge. That's when she read the poem, and that's when they started going against. Right. Her. Yeah. You're right. right. You're right. But they were always skeptical too, because remember she gets invited into the group by the girl who went to the Catholic high school with right. her. Right. The girl at the who, other famous girl. Who kind of comes back yeah. and manages to be cool after being not cool? Like right. she's like the cool new person. Because she's beautiful. And after, oh, yeah, I didn't notice. she was beautiful. <laughs> I mean, she was after, 35. Like she stood up for Monica her her friend her real friend she pulled her aside and said now just stay back don't yeah. don't put attention to yourself and she didn't she she didn't listen to her yeah I agree it was that was the turning point you're right I wish this was Monica from Cyber Seduction oh. but I was so excited I'm like cause me so excited there's another Monica <laughs> I, can't, I, I love about. talking about it I do, do so uh so then back to the poems spelling gets up and her poem was about Monica obviously <laughs> Monica gets up Obviously. and just shouts out, I'm going to kill you, Stacey Lockwood. <laughs> it was awesome. Like, how many times could she threaten to yeah. kill Stacey Lockwood? And, but I love it because, like, why is Stacey Lockwood fucking saying anything? Why does she care? Like, she's, she's antagonizing Monica. I know. It's like, it's like Sab would be. Like, you just like, can't uh. let it go. She could be a uh, Groot. She could be Vin Diesel. <laughs> Be a Monica doll. I'm Wait, gonna kill you. We we, we, we <laughs> cut the cheerleading practice uh, where Kelly Martin is not doing well at cheerleading. But then neither very the, stiff. Neither the spelling. Very like, She was barely any better. But she was wearing a better outfit. Yeah, right. she dressed like she was at she cheerleading tryouts. Like a whore. But again, I don't understand why we're so focused on sophomores. Sophomores. Like these. They act well, maybe like because they're, the, they're 25. They act like they're the they're the queens of the school. Where are the seniors who would be regulating? fucking metal larks cheerleading there should have been like a queen queen bee like who comes into spelling is like fuck you like you know what i mean there should have been somebody else above her there should have been if she wore like a librarian outfit to do cheerleading like she's very frumpy you need to look the part like fashion's a big thing you have to wear a tighter shirt a skirt if you want to be a cheerleader you have to dress it right it's a it's presentation a lot i mean you have to be athletic but you also have to like like present. her kicks didn't look as good because she looked frumpy. Christina, no. dress for the position you want, not the exactly. one you have. Yeah, the position she dress had was for success. dork. <laughs> <laughs> the position she had was zero. She did not look limber. So, also, she does not get the uh, yearbook committee that she was trying out for. She basically didn't get anything except the lark. So it should have been fine. And that seems like you're suit. throwing a bunch at a dartboard. One stuck. And I think that's who she is, right? I don't think right. she's particularly smart, but not stupid. Mm-hmm. She's not she's particularly good-looking good or athletic, but not not either of those things. I was surprised she didn't get picked for the writing. 
Yeah, it seems like the lesson there was like, oh, because she ignored her skill, the, yeah. she didn't get it. Right. Even though they didn't give us any real backstory except for her friend, except for Blossom. <laughs> like, and she's never her. writing other than the letter she writes for the boy. At the end. And she writes the letter at the well, end. Well, no, in the poem. I mean, we get a little. Yeah. Um, we get a taste. Uh, after school that day, she's walking home sulking. Her sister picks her up in a Nova. The sister her driving around, eating cucumbers with a knife. This, this is was crazy. I, I think it might be the craziest thing we've seen in eight movies. She's slicing yeah, she's vegetables got, in a moving car. She's got a Cincinnati Herald knife <laughs> in a car. It's like a steak knife. While driving, cutting vegetables with one hand. With no cutting board. No, just like 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 you would do with an apple, like the pole, you know, yeah. like I've never seen this done before. Wait, hold on, Christina. I've never. It was like instead of dare, don't drink and drive, it should have been don't slice and drive. <laughs> yeah, she, why would you be allowed to drive around with just a knife like that? Just eating warm cucumbers. Warm cukes. Like, I get it. You have cucumbers in your diet. You slice it. You put it in a Ziploc bag, but you don't eat it like an animal. It's like they weren't raised <laughs> it's like she, yeah, with so she's manners. In the woods. It's like her mom with the egg timer. Like Mr. Peepers. They've been doing the prayer and all that, and then they got lost yeah. in that, and they didn't teach these kids how to... But like, how starved are you Eat for cucumbers people. that you can't? The ten minute drive from work to home that you have to be eating yeah. them. Like, it's like she's an ape. At least, <laughs> or she's like addicted. At least do like a safety, like a pumpkin carving knife, or like just have knife. them already chopped up. <laughs> that was not sanitary. Like they they do all of this. Well, the best part is when Kelly Martin takes the car later. They're still in the fucking car. Well, that's the whole point, right? It is that the be, knife is there like and the, the food cucumbers is there? Yeah, yeah. Ken, those rotten. are her. I bet if you open up the glove box, it's just the thousands of. <laughs> Cucumbers come out. Yeah, I, if they wanted to introduce the knife, they could have done that a thousand other ways. Like she comes over to cook dinner, right? Oh, she brought her own set, of, like her own chef's knife, her cutlery. Yeah, and now we know. Okay, oh, oh, uh, whatever her name is, Kelly Martin. No, the other sister. Oh, who cares? So the, si- the sister. Don't forget your knife. Oh, okay, puts it on the seat. Now it's in the car. We know where it is. We don't need this fucking insane cucumber. <laughs> She liked her vegetables, that's for sure. And it's based on a true oh story, so it makes me think, maybe this is what really I happened, so. which is even more insane. Oh, my God. I'm going to look up, you know what, I can, I can do some legal research. And you see. think those cukes were evidence? Oh, absolutely. They does might have blood be, on them. I was just say, does that mean uh, Martin died with some cucumber in her back? Could be. You mean spelling? Well, Donna Martin. I called her Donna Oh, Martin. Donna Martin. You got got Kelly Martin. Martin. You're confusing yeah, things. We got too many Martins. <laughs> that's just so not sanitary, though. That was a dirty car. It was a dirty, filthy. Was Nova. it an old Nova? Like yeah. it, when it disgusting. was in the middle of the seat. Yeah, like, they weren't wearing. There's no the cup holders. Yeah, right. Well, they're bench it seats. It wasn't tucked away. It was right in it's the just open. out in the open, the rolling around. Cukes just rolling around. Like you take a hard turn, that knife's in your neck. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't get it. <laughs> Let alone like a cucumber hit you in the head. You can go blind like the lady in the dark. I couldn't believe she cut that cucumber in that yeah, oh It came God. out of nowhere, too. Like, what? I mean, she, I mean, not nowhere. She does talk about vegetables a lot. She does. But holy oh shit. Oh, my God. So, uh, all right. We got we to gotta get going. Yeah, if you, we're we're going to be stuck at this cucumber for two hours. If you do nothing else, if you listen to this podcast and you get this point, just watch that. It's you don't crazy. even need to listen to the rest just of this. It's fucking crazy. So, cut to the next scene where Kelly Martin and her friends are in a room just drinking scotch? Yes. What is going on? Suddenly, she's cool and they drink? Yeah. But uh, she's doing it with Blossom. She's not doing it with Yeah, the no, they're it's a hammering scotch. Right, which I kind of like that she was still hanging out with Blossom. Yeah. I yeah. do. I like she never... Blossom stuck with her. Kind of remind me of Clueless. Like she yeah, it had a little feel, in, yeah. But then she never forgot about her old. So so Kelly Martin's big scheme was uh, she's going to invite Tori Spelling to a party that 
her that Blossom got invited them invited to. Oh, that's right. Yeah, a lot of moving parts there, but that's basically what happens. So she calls uh, Spelling's house as and tells Spelling's mom that the Lark is going to have a dinner and that Spelling has to go and that's going to be a surprise. She called her from a payphone. From a payphone. And she doesn't say who it is because yeah, the mother was, at the at the end, mother goes, "Can I oh, ask who's calling?" And just Martin, slams it down. Slams Why the would phone the mom down. even tell her after that? Yeah, and she looked a little crazy. Like after oh, she, she had is the crazy. phone, she had this smirk on her face. It was like yeah, yeah. that's where she you really see that she's obsessed with with Donna she Martin. She has a problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she picks up uh, Tori Spelling, and we kind of come to that opening scene again. Yeah, right. So we're back where we started about an hour. Uh, so we find out that it's Kelly Martin in the car. Uh, the whole thing plays through again, except when we get to uh, the scuffle in the beginning, it ends up being Kelly Martin that confronts Tori Spelling about it, and she just sees red and stabs her OJ style in the back. And I still wonder, wouldn't the sister want to know where the cucumber knife is? She, like, she washes it off and puts it back in the drawer. She doesn't yeah. give it to her sister, right. and that's not her sister's house. Right. So isn't she going to immediately go like... Oh, my sister had the car. My knife is gone, and now a girl is Somebody's dead. Dead. That my sister knows. Yeah, and the car in in suspect is a Nova. It couldn't have been more obvious if she choked her to death with a cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like oh the the God. tracks are so out. You even despite the fact that Monica has yelled, "I'm going to kill you, Stacy Lockwood," a <laughs> hundred times. I love that she uses her full name every time. Yeah, it, it does make it really funny. Can you imagine her just oh my god her yeah, just shoving it all the way in like <laughs> like a juicer <laughs> yeah well she's a horse she's trying to feed her yeah <laughs> oh my god so Kelly Martin gets brought into the police station for questioning she's terrible in this situation and the detective asks her to take a lie detective test she takes it she obviously fails but they don't they just let her go well it's weird because the guy like. So the guy doing the test like yeah. looks at him like she just said no. no. She's lying. But it was like no, she's not no, the one. No, she's fine. Or yeah, no, I was. She's lying. Yeah, because it like goes through like months. Well, I think she was fine because later the FBI guy goes, "Oh, we took another look at your results. You failed." But I don't know if he was just making that up. Yeah. Well, it they was went very back odd. and they checked if she was babysitting, and she didn't. right. And so they then they looked again at the. At least he said they looked mm-hmm. again. But, but I don't know how she passed it in the first place. She's crazy. Well, I, I can tell you how it's not a real thing. Um, lie detecting. Yeah, true. <laughs> but wait, when can we go back to the car? Yeah. Okay. So we're in the car, and she picked her up from the house. She lied to get her to go to the party, but she kept calling her weird. Why are you so weird? You're being weird, and so she was being she was being very weird, and that was called out when she was in the car. Yeah. And that's what she was getting upset about. And you could see she was going crazy as she kept saying it. Yeah, well, it be- triggered her. I think it was because her plan wasn't working how she thought it was going to work. Yeah. Like, she thought Donna, her, <laughs> Tori Spelling was going to be like, oh, awesome. Like, I can't believe you got me invited to this party when in reality she was just like, you're a fucking loser. I'm not going there scene with you. Yeah, right. She's like, and I'm not, she's like, I don't go to a party I'm not invited to. I was like, of course she would do that because she's fucking the queen yeah, bee. Yeah, crash. But sure. I agreed. It, it and she's a very hateful character. Like yeah. I, at that oh, point, yeah, she's I did not like mean. her. Like I wanted her. To I, get I, stabbed I, I by said the I was like I totally get it. Like she's a piece of shit. Yeah. So they go back to school for their junior year. Everyone thinks Monica murdered the spelling. I really felt bad for Monica. At this yeah. Point like in the what movie. else? Can, I mean, I will say this: she hurt herself by yelling, "I will kill you, Stacey." Yeah. Lockwood. I mean, she's prime suspect. Right. I'm like sure. it's not surprising. And and you know what? She had every right to kill her. She did. 
Uh, Kelly Martin gets nominated for Treasure of Lark Club, the Metal Arcs. Yeah, Metal uh, Arcs. Things are starting to turn around for her. She gets asked out by uh, one of the jocks. Yeah, he's late. He's late for class. He's very bad actor. Yeah, and he, very much a mushmouth. And she's still. Yeah, I wrote. I actually wrote exactly. That. I wrote, this guy's a mushmouth. <laughs> but they never show them on a date. No, they never. And come they, back to that at yeah all. so I'm like do they really go on a date but then I guess they just want us to know that her life is getting better we didn't it wasn't so much yeah. that like she's slowly becoming Tori Spelling yeah, yeah. And, he, and he's not becoming like her alibi or something like we're gonna get we're gonna beat this together or something right so the the police bring her back in and we finally get some J- James Avery so he's he plays a special uh, agent with the FBI I think you're he, forgetting one thing go ahead when she's the candy striper yeah and she goes into the room with the old lady and that old lady fucking sells it. She's yeah. like, yeah. I know what you are. <laughs> and she's just like, it's so amazing. I was like, what? What movie is this? Yeah, she's like, you got a little, you got a little crazy. She, she's like shot out of a cannon. It's so good. And oh then, of course, god. Kelly Martin's like, yeah, I'm a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm here to kill you, old lady. Oh my god. This part reminded a cucumber me, your like, after the stabbing, it reminded me of Scream. Yeah, it did have like that feel. Yeah. It was very eerie. You didn't yep. know who to trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, with the whole setup sure. at the school, trying to figure out who it is. Is it who her? Done is it? it her? Yeah. There's a little bit of Monica in my life. Oh my God. <laughs> so James Monica. Avery just kills. He comes right in. He just, kills this scene. He's so good. He breaks her down like he was a real FBI agent yeah. breaking somebody it, it down. Was like, it was like he trained for at Quantico just to play this role. He's <laughs> and you so know, good. They just asked him, they're like, hey, can you give us like a half day's work? Yeah. And he's he, like, yeah, yeah he three hours. He probably like, read the script in five minutes. And, him and Terry O'Quinn just came in and like were professionals. I was just like so impressed by his acting. Yeah, I, 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 I sincerely wrote that down. Like he is a badass. Like it's so good. So they know it's her, but uh, as James Avery says, all the evidence is circumstantial. And he's but like, at time, she'll confess. Yeah, he's like, she's not going anywhere. Like, he plays it so cool. But they play if they play right because they use guilt. And yeah. she's Catholic. Yeah, they got it. And that guilt, as you know, Christina. Mm-hmm. Right in the wheelhouse. Catholic guilt is the worst. So, Christina, when are you going to com- confess to the murder you committed? <laughs> <laughs> the night's still young. <laughs> yeah, hey, you never know. You know, a couple months later, uh, it's at cr- a Christmas party. And uh, the guilt, the guilt is really starting to get to Kelly Martin. It's now a half a year since Spelling was murdered. Yeah, yeah, they're already into the next, which is why they should have been juniors going into senior year. You should become a metal lark the spring <laughs> of your junior year, and then you know what I mean. You get the call. Yeah, from the exactly. Minors. Like uh, so many earth tones at that at that Christmas party. <laughs> and there's no cheerleading, by the way. There's, no, there's there's just no cheerleading. The, in this the one tryout. Uh, I don't even know what their mascot was. So, uh, no, there's <laughs> very little cheer. I think they were the Warriors. Was it? Was it really? Oh, Warriors, like the movie. Yeah. Yeah, because that was the cheerleading chant. Like, let's go, Warriors. Papa, dee, ba, boop. So, the next day, her friends picks her up for school. Did you notice what kind of car she's driving, Kyle? What did she, she had a good, nice car, right? Yeah. It, there was a, oh, there's only one oh, one car shit. where the rack tops down so your hair could blow. Oh, was it a 5.0 Mustang? The most 90s car of all time. Oh, was it? I, I'm trying to find the uh, Earth Tone scene, but yeah. But it, yeah, it, that was Jill, right? The, yeah, the, Jill. Yeah, Blossom. Yeah, 5.0 Mustang. So Kelly Martin's finally ready to confess. So she writes a letter to her mom and her par- her parents in general uh, that she did it. So... The, she goes to school the next day. The letter was really brutal. It was really sad when yeah, she read it. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, the, and Valerie Harper, after the egg timer goes off with her praying, 
decides to read the letter that her daughter left for her, you would think that would be important. Well, but. especially after the like the night before, she's like, "Mom, I really gotta talk to you." She's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I will." But when the dad goes in, when when Valley Harper falls asleep and he moves her legs, I yeah. thought she was dead. <laughs> like the way they did it, it looked like oh, she's like she's like, moving a corpse. She went she went to sleep like this. She's like <laughs> <laughs> like Dracula. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, the earth tones. Oh, that's awesome. So her mom, you know, uh, Kelly Martin's at school. Her mom picks her up and they hug and she turns herself into the police. Yeah, she really didn't make that letter a priority. No. Mother. Well, no, you, it was like, ding. Did you see what the mother letter. made for breakfast? <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna, that, this I, I am going to try and find. Okay. And when she read that letter, like... I thought there would be more emotion from the mother. I mean, she does all right with it. I mean, she does a good job. Well, then she's like, Lou! Yeah. Or what, Joe? Yeah. Joe. Coach! <laughs> Dauber! Coach Lombardi! Look, look at how thick that toast is. What is the meat there? It looks like turkey. Th- that toast is like this thick, but <laughs> it's, it's like not she a, made it. Yeah, yeah, like right. Homemade. I, it's so weird. I couldn't get over how thick the toast was. Did you notice the sunny Oh, you're right at no the earth label? tones. Look yeah, at that. Look at that. Oh, boy. That is 1994. Yeah. Right there. And yeah. the wallpaper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the house. Still I will say whoever did the set design, the house is perfect. Yeah. Like there's Very tchotchkes there everywhere. Oh, yeah. Rob Van Winkle behind the wheel. <laughs> Look at this. It did have a ragtop. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was it was that exact one, the white one. Yeah. Yeah, the breakfast killed me with those those thick and It wasn't like Texas bre- toast either. She eats breakfast by herself. Yeah, where's well, the dad? Well, she made it for Kelly Martin, I thought. But there's one dish. Yeah, I, oh, maybe, I it was for maybe they Kelly were going to like split it. But where was the dad? Artie Aria does not work. He was watching game film. I feel like as a Catholic, like an actual eat like, together, film. like they're not eating together. The dad is never in it. No, he's he's working on the he's car. On the car, and he's there, and he does take a couple pictures at Christmas, like he's the, the wacky yeah. pictures. That's it. Maybe that's why she has to eat the cucumber like that because they don't sit down and eat together. Could be. So it quickly. <laughs> well, the sister doesn't live there. She, no, she she's has her own apartment. It's just the three of them. So it quickly spreads around the school that Kelly Martin is the murderer. Then we cut to church. During the priest's sermon, he kind of blames the community for putting so much pressure on Kelly Martin to be perfect. Yeah. Which is, you know, kind of point in the movie also. So we finally come to, like, the big trial. The prosecution is trying to frame Kelly Martin as, like, cold-blooded killer, which... This is the part of the movie where you don't realize, oh, this is another half an hour of the movie is yeah, the trial. Like, I, I, I had no idea. I did not remember that. Yeah, this happened in... Oh, we didn't release it but it happened Cold Coil Girl too oh yeah you're right yeah <clears throat> and I, the defense is saying it's a crime of passion I feel like when they were questioning her the police before they convicted her she never had her parents there yeah I wrote that down too you're yeah. not allowed to be questioned without your parents right. consent yeah. and so, she's young and it, ha- it was going on in the school again too. she's a sophomore going to so she's no older than 16 right so again if they just make her a senior they could have they could have argued she's 18 and doesn't need a lawyer or a parent mm-hmm but they didn't do that. No, I thought that Yeah, she was... obviously didn't want them there because she didn't want them to no, know. No, but they shouldn't have been able to question her. Right. You and can't this... waive your right I if you don't have the right. I think that's just kind of a movie, uh, let's overlook this. But James Avery does things by the book. He does. And the sister never was looking for her knife. Right. I, I, if you're that obsessed with cucumbers and cutting them while you drive, if you can't Maybe not drive. Maybe she thought they like slid out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> so... I, uh, it, they, they, I have a million questions about this. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the the actual core. I'm gonna find out if this I is real. You. I need to know. Yeah. Uh, so they during the trial they play Kelly Martin's confession tape. Uh, it was really sad. Everybody's crying in the courtroom. The lawyers give their closing argument, and the judge rules in the for the defense that's only second degree murder, 
where yeah. her but he even says like it doesn't matter because she's sixteen. Like she right. can only be held till she's either way, We find out either way the sentence would be the same. So we but just they want to make a spectacle. Of right, it. but we just spent the half an hour arguing about it, and then it's like it doesn't matter. Right. So the judge rules uh, ends up ruling second degree murder in the case. So she ends up going to juvie until the age of twenty five, which she, she would have anyway, no matter what he ruled. Yeah, they just wanted to put her on blast, and that brings us to the end of death of a cheerleader or a friend to die for. Friend die for oh christina finally I, you know i always mean to take pictures and i forget so there you go <laughs> so we'll live stream one of these days when i get my shit together I know, you need pictures. so guys on a scale of one to five unsliced cucumbers <laughs> okay that's what i was exactly <laughs> what i was gonna say so what do you give this one christina i liked it I want to say sliced cucumber four. Unsliced. Oh, cucumber. unsliced. <laughs> unsliced. Oh, four. Yeah, don't be four. an asshole. Dr. Mudd? Mm. Three. Three? Why? <clears throat> I it felt like I liked it. It was well done, but too much court. Yeah. All right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it was... I wanted more of Monica. <laughs> I wanted more of skiing. Yeah. But it was well made. I enjoyed it. The acting was good. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I give this one a, uh, a four. Oh, wow. Okay. Pretty strong four. Interesting. Um, it's just, I, I think, more for nostalgia than anything else. I if guess. If this was made like two years ago, I probably wouldn't have liked it as much. I de- yeah. I, I, the but, fashion. Yeah, the fashion, the cars, the the just the craziness. Yeah. No yeah. cell phones. Yeah, the no seatbelts even, which is kind of yeah, absurd. Yeah, no social media. It was kind of like a nice throwback. The acting was pretty good in it. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was good. Um, even, even spelling, I would yeah, say. Yeah, even spelling was all right. Well cast. And uh, yeah, I liked it. So strong four. So strong Dr. four. Dr. Mudd, what else do you have for strong. us Strong four live strong four okay i'm getting the calculator right. <clears throat> yeah yeah get prepare yourself for celebrity you calculator he oh he doesn't need it he he has a, it's more I'm like getting a, better without it but sometimes i need it huh? yeah you know we sometimes we do some addition you know you you've heard where at the end where i ask him to add things up it, it it's useful yeah all right ken ready for celebrity of, of course net he looks so excited worth he does love it he does <clears throat> Cash fruit. Word up. Two for fives over here, baby. Word up. Two for fives. Some niggas got garbage down the way. Word up. Cash fruit. Everything around me. Cream. Get- yeah. Check this old fly shit out. Word up. Cash fruit. Everything around joint. me. Cream. Get the here money. Here we go. Dollar, Check dollar this bill, shit. Yeah. I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive. It's a fascinating roster of characters that we've talked about today. It is. It, it was one of the more interesting ones to do, I have to say. Yeah. Now, I don't I don't necessarily put them in order when I start, so okay. I have my list of options. Mm-hmm. But we're going to start with maybe the most famous Metal Lark, Metal Lark Lemon. <laughs> who, Christine, you may not know this, was one of the founding Globetrotters, the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh. So who's worth more? Metal Arc Lemon <laughs> or Kelly Martin Ooh. star of our film holy god hmm um I will go Metal Arc Lemon Christina do you want to guess or you feel like I you're... was gonna say Kelly Martin it's Kelly Martin hmm by a basketball just cause I, 
I know nothing about what the globe charters are worth. Yeah, I didn't either. Hmm. I tried to look up some other ones. They, I couldn't find them. So I didn't only. know what the globe trotters were because of the biodome. Really, I, I, t- I had a teacher with the yeah. Harlem Globe It's like clowns were. playing basketball. They are the, the clown <laughs> prince of basketball, Metal Arc Lemon. <laughs> I, it, that, I, it was either him or Curly Neal. I can't remember which one was the clown. He's the prince only other of, one I know. Yeah. So you want to go numbers? Oh sure, uh, Martin. I'll go <clears throat> two million. Oh, you are so close. Yeah. Three million dollars. Okay. Metal yeah. Arc Lemon, two million. All right. That 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 was good. He must own the Globetrotters name or something. Do you <laughs> know what it. I mean? Like I'm I was I was surprised. That much. Yeah. I was I was a little surprised. Yeah. yeah you think he would be a lot less, like I, under a million? Yeah. Or she would be a lot more. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think she would be a lot more because she. I mean, she was on. Life goes on, but really hasn't had a big career since. I then. guess, but she's been in a lot of these movies. She has, but. I don't. They must have had up. So she was on. Life goes on. <laughs> well, do you though? Do you? <laughs> I have an idea. It was actually one other person I looked. I didn't write her down. Shit. Okay. Um, is Kelly Martin worth more or less than her co-star, who played her dad? Oh, okay. Bill Smitrovich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Tra- I know who the dad is. He's in a lot of stuff. I think I know who the dad is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you know his face. Yeah, he he's in. Uh, I'm trying to think what he's in. He's in. A, he plays a lot of like military guys, right? Yes. I'm getting my shows confused a little bit, but I'm pretty sure I'm, I know who he is. Kind of like kind of like wavy hair, almost. Uh, yeah, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our guy. All right. Uh, I will say she's worth less than this guy. Wow. You be incorrect. Wow. Well, He's Kelly, been in movies. I know. Kelly Martin worth more. How much do you think Bill Smitrovich is worth? Two and a half. <laughs> Christina, come hot out of the gate. Two and a half. I'll go one. Really? He looks like Split he's... the difference. 1.7 million yeah. for Bill Smitrovich. Wow. Figured he'd be worth more. He's been, in, he's been a lot of stuff. And he's older. Agreed. But he could be divorced a couple of times. All right. Kelly Martin. Mm-hmm. Or her other co-star, Patty Lapone, who played her mother. She's got to be worth more. Because she's on Broadway and stuff, She's right? on the, the Great White Way. Uh, I would go, think. I'll go Patty Lapone. What do you think she's worth? Five million. Four. Four million dollars. Christina, <laughs> guessing celebrity net worth is a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> who knew? <clears throat> Patty Lapone, four million dollars. And finally. The big one. Co-star. Chris Burke, star of Life Goes On, playing Corky. Oh, man. So him or who? Patty Lapone? Oh, Patty Lapone. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'll go Patty Lapone. Okay. What do you think Chris Burke is worth then? Well, you can guess too. Sorry, Christy. I'm sorry. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think he's worth? Three point two. Oh wow. Uh, I'll think he's. I'll say four. Chris Burke, eight hundred fifty k. Oh, Chris Burke. Yeah, yeah that, that, would, that would bum me out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was like, yeah, boy. Oh, Chris Burke. I thought he would be more. I really thought it would be I more. I thought so, too. That's it? But maybe he gives a lot to charity. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying here. Like, yeah. yeah, so, well, you know. Well, I mean, it's not. that's nothing to sneeze at. But. <clears throat> no, no, no. Uh, agreed. Agreed. So, Chris Burke... <laughs> Or Tory Spelling. <laughs> I, 
I, I'm going to abstain from this one because I know the answer. Oh, you remember the answer? Yeah, I remembered the answer. I, I wasn't sure if he was. So we'll, I let, to we'll let Christina go first. Christina, who do you think is worth more? Chris Burke, Corky, or Tori Spelling, the horse face? Horse face. <laughs> horse, face horse face killer. <laughs> I go with horse face. How much do you think she's worth? What was Chris? Eight, eight, 850K. 800. <laughs> Come on. She's beautiful minding. She's staring into the sky. I want to say she's... I think she's worth a lot, maybe nine million. <laughs> One would think. <laughs> One would. Can do you remember? Yeah, it was five hundred thousand. Five hundred k for Tori's what Spelling. What happened was she, I forgot how she lost all her money, but she got all. She lost all her money, and her father, Aaron Spelling, who is one of the richest men in the world, <clears throat> was yeah, didn't leave her anything. We died. Yeah, and he's worth like a billion dollars. Yeah, but she was on so much. How is that possible? Uh, this people is the magic make, of the game. People that make smart business decisions. Maybe she spent too much money on her horse face. <laughs> on carrots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As my friend said to me the other day, who knew Tepest Bledsoe would be the you know the richest Cosby kid? Yeah, it just exactly. This is why we play the yeah. game. She didn't invest. She she put her money into bad investments and she lost it all. Five hundred thousand. Yeah. So we're gonna turn mm-hmm. to another series. Mm-hmm. That's sad. That starred James Avery. Yes. Who's worth more, Karen Parsons? Who's that? Who played the sister? Uh, Hillary. Hillary, thank Hillary you. Hillary Banks. Could not think of her name. Mm-hmm. Hillary Banks. Karen Parsons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Chris Burke. <laughs> um, all right. So both uh, Fresh Prince in, this, in syndication more than Life Goes On. Yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah, now. I, although I bet Life Goes On had a decent life like on things like Lifetime. But yeah. That's a good point, uh, though. Um, both haven't really done anything since their shows. I believe I, Karen Parsons is in maybe one of the later House Party movies. Okay, but, but nothing you, like consistent. Yeah. I'll I'll go Hillary Banks. You're correct. Mm-hmm. You want to want to guess a number? I'll say she's worth one point five million. Dead on one point five. <laughs> <laughs> this is just not fun. <sighs> All right, this is. I don't, I don't even know anymore. So who's <laughs> worth more? Alfonso Ribeiro mm-hmm. or Tatiana Ali? <laughs> <laughs> so Carlton or the youngest sister? Who, let's not forget, had music career. Oh, sure. And also had a talk show. Mm-hmm. Tatiana Ali. Alfonso Ribeiro, very... But I, long I, career. Silver I Spoons. assume he's good with his money. He seems very <laughs> down to earth and smart. That's the image Carlton would give you, isn't it? <laughs> is he a but I will player? go Tatiana Ali as well. Alfonso Ribeiro is more. more. Wow. Really? Do you want to guess? Shocking. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> I will go for uh, AB or AR. I'll go... Uh, I'll go six. Christina, you want to guess? Six hundred. Six million. <laughs> that would have been amazing. I was going to guess less. Three million. Alfonso Ribeiro worth seven million dollars. Really? They're tightly packed in. That's why I like Tatiana game. Ali. I'll guess six. Six million dollars. Correct. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's doing Lifetime movies <clears throat> now. So who's worth more? James Avery. <laughs> R.I.P. Ken took a drink as I said that and made him laugh. R.I.P. Sure. R. <laughs> R. 
James Avery or Kelly Martin. What was Kelly Martin again? Three million dollars. Now remember, they faced off in this movie. They did. They looked each other in the eye. I, I, oh, because my guess for James Avery would have been three million. And you'd be correct. They're worth the same amount of money. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I, I was gonna let you hang yourself, but I was like, if that's not fair, you guessed it right off. It's it's All right. it's, it's it's absurd. It's absurd. He's in Fletch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the. Uh, he's one of the cops. Yeah. He hate. Yeah, so he's like, I hate Tom Wilson. Yeah. All right, we're getting down to it now. Meadowlark Lemon <laughs> or Terry O'Quinn? <laughs> oh my god! Come on. Terry Quinn even in this conversation? <laughs> I don't know, is he? Oh my god. What was Melark again? Two million dollars. Oh, Terry O'Quinn. He was getting none of that lost money. I I'll go Terry O'Quinn. Okay. Do you want to guess the amount, Christina? For Terry O'Quinn? Yeah, for for Locke from Lost. <laughs> Two million. Oh wow, okay. Kenny? I'll guess five. Eight million dollars. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Too loud. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I had I had to just make you think he wasn't worth a lot yeah. of money. He's doing well for himself. All right. I like him. Yeah, he's great actor. He's, yeah, he's uh, underutilized. I would say. Yeah. Now. But I mean, he had that was a big show. To it be was. Fair, yeah. But that was like. But he was that was late in his career. He's probably fifty he some years old. So when he, sure. Yeah. All right. Terry O'Quinn. Mm-hmm. Vh Valerie Harper. Ooh, that's a tough one. No, I, I know she passed away a long time ago, right? Or is she still alive? I think she's still alive. Oh, she is? Or maybe, re- mm, you know what? I'll check. She's one of those people I, I, I never remember if she's alive or dead. Sadly, <laughs> I mean, it's shitty to say, but. I hope if you were listening to this. I'm sorry. Alive. All right. How old is she? She's got to be in her 70s? 78 years young. All right. Same age, same age as my dad. Oh, maybe uh, <laughs> the mercenary. All right, so v- so VH. All right, so Christina, this is where the age comes into play because do they s- spend some of their money as they get older, or do they? It's not what their celebrity net worth peak was; it's what their celebrity worth is now. So it's Valerie Harper, or who? Terry, uh, Terry O'Quinn. $8 million for Terry O'Quinn. I think Terry O'Quinn. I'll go... Mm. Mm, it's a tough one. I'll go VH. Okay, what do you think her number is? 12. Christina? Well, he was eight and a half. I was going to say seven. <laughs> 12, right on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> this is just not even fun anymore. <laughs> Crazy. Well, I think you know that already. Married <laughs> to a crazy man. It's sad. It's it's almost sad, Christina. <laughs> it is. I get sad. That you get no, no. It's sad that you get no monetary yeah. significance from. Nor this. does nor is the world better in any way. <laughs> it's totally you useless. So much information in that brain. Uh, it's it's not. That's even, worth nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, I I thought this one would be harder. They were all not, packed I'm together not, closely. I I'm thought not, not curing diseases. No, you actually did all right. Considering I got one right. Yeah, but you had a couple. You hit one yeah, around the right. nose. You were never. The whole point of this game is not to be too far off. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, knowing who's more or less is usually easy. Usually, not always. Right. I, I, I'm How shocked. How did you get around the nose? Disgusting. Twelve million dollars. 
Metalark Lemon was the hardest one. Yeah. Probably since we've been doing this. That's one of the harder ones, for sure. I have sure. nothing. I have no basis. Yeah, it's, it's harder to calculate sports earnings for an entertainer, right? Like, <laughs> right. there's no real... It's its own thing. Yeah, it's it's almost like a wrestler. Like, it's like, what, right, what yeah. do they get paid? I have no, no idea. idea. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. All right, that's all I had this week for Celebrity right, Now wow. Worth. Uh, so another successful <laughs> episode. Depends how you look at it. Yeah. For, doc, for Dr. Mud Kyle Reesmendel, for Christina Noworski, this has been another episode of the Cyberbullies. Yep. On the next Cyberbullies podcast, divorced mom, Jess Gladwell has a secret. What's going on around here? Nothing. While preaching abstinence to her teenage daughter, she has an out-of-wedlock baby. I'm Alex. Alex who? I'm a friend of your mother's. Actually, I'm, I'm Jake's father. Starring Gail O'Grady. Oh, you're supposed to be coaching for the bar. Yeah, after the fajitas. Grant Chow. I'm allergic to chocolate. I work too hard. I have bouts of insomnia. And Daniel Panabaker. I'm not scared of anything. I told you when I do it, I just want to be with somebody who's really hot. It's sex and a single mom.